was a highwayman Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her bobble Hands and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Time to check in with the man, the myth, the legend. Hey, it is official, so we can actually talk about it with Bowler. You heard Locke earlier the day had to tiptoe around it because as employees, you got to be careful about what you say as a team employee. But now it is official. The Jazz have acquired Kyra Lewis, Otto Porter, and a future draft pick from the Toronto Raptors, Kelly Olenek and uh, Oche Abaje on their way to Toronto. Bowler, how are you? Hey, Bowler. Oh. Hey, guys. There? there we go. I am there. Uh, you kind of broke up a minute there, all this new technology. But, yeah, hello from Phoenix. So uh, this has got to be tough for you. You're around these guys. You get to know them. You're probably pretty friendly with a lot of these guys. It's, it's always probably a bitter pill to swallow to see some of these guys get traded. Yeah, you know, it is. I, I got to be honest. Uh, you do get to know them a little better than most. And I've got nothing but high praise, the, the high-level personalities of Simone Fontecchio and Ochai Abaji and Kelly Olenek. Uh, you know, you travel with them, you talk to them in the locker room, you interview them, you talk, see them at shoot-arounds, and you get to know the personalities of these guys beyond basketball. And, um, yeah, it's tough. It's going to be interesting to see – how the locker room responds tonight uh, against Phoenix. Uh, you know about uh, the Suns with Durant and Devin Booker. Those two combined for 56 points a game. So it's going to be a hard task to push through the emotional part of this. You know, this morning the Jazz sent their release out about Simone, and just about six, seven minutes ago they sent the release out uh, with Oshai and Kelly Olenek. So, uh, yeah. Uh, from the Jazz, uh, the trade's official. And, you know, now you have to think what happens now. Because last season with Vando and Beasley and Mike Conley traded just before the trade deadline, you know, it kind of set the Jazz back in the sense of, you know, what were they going to try to do uh, with their draft pick and where would they finish? They had a remarkable start with that group and then kind of flattened out. And the Jazz obviously missed the play-in and were a lottery team. Right now, you know, with 30 to play, you know, they just, they've had, you know, they played 52 and they're a 500 team, 26 and 26. And they're coming off two massive wins against a couple of really high level teams in Milwaukee and Oklahoma City and lost by three to Philadelphia uh, three games back. So they've been playing good basketball. This will be interesting to see how it impacts the Jazz moving forward and what, what else Danny Ainge you know, has planned in the offseason. That's where the I think the focus goes now is that the trade let, trade deadline passes at 1 o'clock just now, what, 13 minutes ago? And so now you yeah. focus on the last 30 games, who you want to see play, who do you want to see continue to develop, and then, of course, in the offseason, the multiple first-round picks that Danny Ainge has, how does he use them? For what? Uh, and it is not the probably the most... Uh, excited or excitable draft this year, looking back at the last two with all the hype. So does he go free agent? Does he try to move uh, more players? Does he trade with picks? It'll be interesting to see what uh, Danny Ainge, Justin Zanuck have uh, have, have to say and, and how they uh, play this out. As you're watching the moves, Buller, what do these moves say to you? 
Uh, probably length, probably defense, probably a little youth as well. Um, I think that's all a combination of things, hands. I think that's a great question because a lot of, you know, a lot of people are wondering, uh, you know, Otto Porter is kind of a push in the age factor uh, with Kelly Olenek. Uh, KO had an expiring contract and, you know, you had to make a decision to pay him probably a two-year deal with a, with a year option. You know, you just don't know what they would have come to, uh, what they, the deal would have been. But now you have more youth. You open up space potentially for Taylor Hendricks. Uh, as a starter or more minutes off the bench with Ochai's departure and Kelly O, two guys, especially Olenek, who were uh, just a really big piece of what the Jazz were doing off the bench. I mean, he was a facilitator. I always said he was a point guard trapped in a 6-11 body, and uh, he could really pass the ball, rebound the ball, score down low. He was uh, really a strong asset. And, you know, in a way for KO, you know, he's going home to Canada, right, to Toronto. That's where he's from, and He'll be embraced there, I know, with the Raptors. So Ben Anderson just pointed out that uh, after the deadline today, the Jazz between 2024 and 2029 own 13 first-round picks. Ten of those are fully unprotected. One is top four protected. One is top five protected. And they also have five first-round pick swaps, too. Um, Amazing. The... uh, to say that Danny Ainge has a war chest of ammunition to go to to build his team is a bit of an understatement. He's got to be a kid in a candy store right now. Scotty, it's exactly what Ryan wanted, and that's why he hired Ainge to come in. Uh, I mean, he pulled some of these same uh, trades and had that war chest right in Boston, and he used it very well, and you know what the Celtics have become. I think it's tough for fans to see some of their favorite players go, but in the end, the end game, and this is what I have to remember too as a broadcaster and the, and Jazz Nation as well, is that the ultimate the ultimate win in this is a is an NBA championship. I mean, it's what Ryan Smith wants to achieve, and some of these pieces are moved for particular reasons beyond my pay scale, but Danny Ainge is a master of, of moving these pieces around. You know, Royce O'Neal got traded today. And that was a first-round pick for Royce. And I believe they got in return. Brooklyn got three second-round picks. Um, so that tells you, you know, the expertise and the way Danny Ainge uh, works his business. And that's why Ryan Smith brought him in. So, yeah, it, it, you know what? Sometimes you get frustrated because there's so many picks in that war chest, Scotty, as you mentioned. <clears throat> when, how do you use them? And now you just have to sit back. All you can do is wait because that's what Danny is paid to do is to make this team championship caliber uh, sooner than later, by the way, is this isn't like a long term process. This is something Ryan made very clear when he took the team. The stewardship, uh, you know, from the from the Millers was to win, win a championship, not not later, but like right now. So, uh, you know, what what is ahead will be real interesting to see in this retooling of this franchise. So a couple of things that I read from it, Bowler, and I want to get your thoughts on it. I feel like this says that we're going to be seeing a lot of Taylor Hendricks. We're going to be seeing mm-hmm. a lot of Walker Kessler, a lot of Keontae George. I don't know what it means for Sensabaugh, but it, it really makes it feel like Jazz fans are about to get a heaping helping of the young <laughs> guys and, and, and what they see to finish the season. 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably a good read, Hans. Uh, I think, again, you, you took three players in the first round last summer. 16 was Keontae, 9, uh, Taylor Hendricks, and I believe Sinzabaw was, was he 30? Um, and, you know, it is time. What do you have? And I think these last 30 games will be that assessment of some veterans. And even Chris Dunn, guys, honestly, could be – continue to be looked at and the way he's played defense of late is how you win titles and to to pick up pieces to build the wall against a Antetokounmpo and a Kevin Durant the length that the Jazz need to become in the backcourt and off the bench so I, I think all this is telling to say look let's look at the youth let's see what they can do are they building blocks are they foundation pieces of the new look jazz or are they going to be used as other pieces to move and to help strengthen this team even more so yes i would agree this the next 30 games will be telling in just who who the jazz are especially with the youth and the growth of keontae george who by the way the last couple of three games pretty impressive uh will hardy yeah. you notice have stayed with has stayed with this this kid this young man of 20 years of age in the fourth quarter and two really impressive wins against Milwaukee and OKC. So uh, all that being said, when you look at uh, this team going into this game tonight, you probably won't have, you know, I, well, I probably, you definitely won't have some of the new guys here. Uh, what, how, how do you juggle a lineup with so much transition that's taken place over the last Oof. 48 hours? Yeah. I'm waiting to see what will does. Um, you know, we haven't talked yet today. He's busy, and I sure totally understand that. I'm guessing he goes with Dunn and Sexton, stays with John Collins, and goes with Marketing. So the, uh, the the small forward spot, I mean, you know, Ochai's gone, Olenek's gone. Um, I'm still waiting to see if Taylor Hendricks will be arriving. And if not, maybe Lucas Shamanich, uh, the Jazz, will continue to look at as well. Uh, it'll be interesting, right? Uh, to see where they go in the starting five. Will never puts much, and no coach, well, some coaches, but a lot of coaches will always tell you it's who closes out the game that makes the biggest difference and the most important part of, of their game plan. And really, you can't predict it a lot. I don't think he predicted Keontae George uh, to be on the floor in these closing minutes and be such a big impact on those two wins uh, against the Bucks and the Thunder. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to wait with you and see who uh, who jumps in, but also who 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 is on the floor to end a game. Now tonight, I think the biggest challenge, hands. You can speak to this, man. In the professional ranks, you're paid to be a professional, but you can't. You still can't cut out the personal, emotional part of this. And the farewells aren't easy. Ko was here in Phoenix. He flew with us here, so he had to say his goodbyes in the lobby this morning. Uh, oh, so that's not easy. So. You know, hands. I'm thinking as a pro, you're well paid. Yeah, you're supposed to go play the game, and maybe that takes over when you start to play. But you do right have to pass pass through the point of saying, "Wow, man, I miss those guys. We've been through a lot." I mean, I think that's what is probably the biggest challenge for the Jazz tonight. Well, I thought that Kelly Linick. Uh, I think it was before. Was it a pregame conversation or was it a postgame conversation where? Kelly was addressing all the rumors yeah. and his name being involved. And how well did he handle that, Bowler? He's like, uh, I know what this class. is about. 
Yeah, it was it was pure classy. He handled it the way you would hope that everybody would handle it. The reason that I really liked what I saw from him in that moment is because you do have these young, impressionable guys that are watching how he's handling it. And when right. you show up in the league, you know, some of the guys that embrace you and take you in and teach you, you hope that they've got the right ideas and understanding of how you handle your business as a professional. And that's why I think that culture is so important and having the right guys in place are so important. So people see Kelly Olenek and how he handles it and people can hear it and, and try to handle their business the same. It doesn't matter. I get traded. All right, I got to play tonight and then I got to play tomorrow and I might be with a new coach, but we're all getting paid and maybe someday we'll bump into each other. But yeah, I'm sure it's pretty difficult for these guys to handle Buller. You know, as I continue on this journey with the Jazz and my 19th season, which is ridiculous. I mean, Ooh. where is time? Yeah, where where has time gone, honestly? But, you know, I see more and more former Jazz players, and I see other former players, and when we play and we go on the road, it's amazing uh, the bond that really is in this league. Um, you know, and I remember Jerry Sloan was – Looks like we may have lost a second. We'll see if we can get him back on the line. Uh, Bowler down in Phoenix getting set, and we'll, uh, Bowler will have uh, we'll have one more segment with him where we'll take a look at the game coming up tonight and kind of focus actually on basketball instead of just all the other stuff that's going on right now. But hands – oh, there we go. Bowler, you back? Sorry, we lost you there for a sec. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm here. Um, sorry, I think I got a call. May have uh, con- disconnected me. So, yeah, I, uh, I was just saying, I don't know what you heard about – you know, the shaking of the hands and trying to stay professional when Jerry was coaching, and that was kind of the old-school approach. But, you know, as, as my tenure with the Jazz continue, I just see so much interaction with players because the movement uh, continues, I think, to be very brisk. And you just don't see this John Stockton's who stay with one team any longer. And, you know, it's, uh, Carl jumped out to hit the Lakers for a potential championship on that final year of his career, but... Yeah, you just don't see players stay with franchises in the long term. Even the great ones take a jump. LeBron, for example, Durant tonight, right? He's made his uh, journey around the league searching for titles. So uh, you, I think a lot of players uh, jump more. Either they force the jump or, or you know, GMs uh, help that along as well. So, uh, yeah, I think these guys will see each other down the road, and, and there's a lot of respect with this Jazz team. There is high-level personality and character with every one of these three players who were traded today yeah well bowler uh we'll bring you back next segment uh we'll take a break and uh come back and uh continue on with our jazz preview show we do have a game tonight so we actually will talk real basketball outside of just the drama of the nba trade deadline and what the jazz will look like tonight and what to expect in this game also give you some injury updates who's available who's not available and uh, for both teams uh, for the Jazz coming up later on this evening. But Rich is with us as we are live here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray, 4528 South State Street. All right, so here's the thing, Rich. You got some people out there that are looking for vehicles, and they're thinking, okay, you know what? I'm going to go in. I'm going to look at their 250 used vehicles they've got, which are awesome, and they you've got great deals, and, zero, and you've got uh, the forever warranty on those bad boys. But right now, the world is so turned upside down that they could probably get into a new vehicle for the price of a used vehicle right now or for the monthly payment at least it's a pretty amazing time 
I couldn't say that was a couple of years ago that would happen because the rates on everything were so low. But now um, trying to get a used car at a really great rate is, although we can do it, yeah, it's still not even close to what you can get on a new car. So for a lot of our clients, they're finding once they come in, they take a look. Hey, I want to look at a used Altima or a used Camry or use this or use that. And I'll show them something new as well. And when I show them the payments, the payments are about the same. They're like, you've got to be kidding me. But that's how the numbers work. And that's why we got great men and women putting our numbers together for you. Uh, one of the things about being in business 55 years, you develop a lot of relationships yeah. with a ton of banks. And a lot of our clients, they like to go out and make it a two-stop purchase. I'm going to run to my bank, see what I can do there, and then I'm going to run over to the store and see what they'll do on the car. You know what I say to that? Make it a one-stop deal. One -stop Save job. yourself the headache. I'm already associated with your bank. <laughs> already done. I already know the people working there. And because we have buying power for you, I can usually get you an even better deal than what they'll offer you straight up. It's amazing. Well, you're all about saving people money because you know, and you've mentioned this all the time, you want lifers. You want people that when they need a vehicle, there's only one place they go. They want to see you and your staff because they know that you're going to respect them. That's right. I don't want to sell you one car, folks like to sell you 20. <laughs> uh, take a little time to do that. But by the time your family's grown up and the kids need a car, it ends up being 20, 25, 30 cars over a lifetime. I've been doing this for long enough to see these families grow up, my own included. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're a great place to get a car, especially when you're buying for your family. You want to get something nice for your wife. You want to make sure it's secure, it's comfortable. If it's a used car that's been through the shop, it's going to go through the winter time. It's going to go up to Park City. It's going to take you out to wherever you want to go, maybe California, hit the coast. I got cars that will do that comfortably, where you feel comfortable going out in them. 4528 South State Street. Again, forever warranty. Uh, some of these models here, these new Nissans, as low as 0%. You've heard me talk about Nissan forever. Uh, my wife's driven a Pathfinder. I've driven a Murano. My kid drives a Sentra. We're a Nissan family because we know the brand. We like it, and we know that uh, those are going to be well taken care of, and they all have those forever warranties attached to them too, Rich. That's a testimony that touches my heart. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I love them. I absolutely love those Nissans. And trust me on this one, they will take care of you. You take care of it, it'll take care of you. It's all right here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray. 4528 South State Street right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. The head coach of the Salt Lake City Stars, Steve Wojcikowski. You know, one of the things I've been impressed with Keontae is he seems to be a real basketball junkie. And as a result of kind of studying the game and trying to learn about the game, he's able to watch and see and listen to what the coaches need and input that into his game. Keontae was a scorer in college. I mean, that's like he's a, he's a bona fide scorer, one of the best young scorers in college basketball. He really made his mark with the Jazz by passing, which tells me that his basketball IQ and his ability to understand what the game needs, what the team needs, is really advanced for a young player. And so that maturity piece, to me, is exceptional. And you combine that with a really high level of talent, you have a star in the making. Here, Jake Scott and Ben Anderson, every day from 10 to noon on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Looking for the latest on the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies? Yeah. We've got you covered. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the Sports Zone. We spotted the ocean. 
And Scotty 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Trade deadline is now in the rearview mirror. Jazz are now set for the rest of the season. And we have games to be played. Yeah, I know we got all the drama, all the excitement of trade deadline. But at the end of the day, the Jazz are still taking on the Phoenix Suns coming up tonight. Game will start at 7 o'clock. You'll hear it right here on the zone. You can also watch it uh, and hear the dulcet tones of one Craig Buller Jack on your TV. Buller. Jazz and Suns, what do you expect out of this one? Because I know there's a lot of people up in the air with both teams, frankly, on uh, who's going to be in the lineup tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing I think is important to point out tonight. Um, from the Jazz and the Suns, you get that afternoon injury update that the league uh, is, very, is always very interested in. Uh, you got Devin Booker with a left hip. That's sore, okay? Soreness yes. on the left uh, with a left hip. And then Bradley Beal. Uh, right ankle sprain, questionable. Those two jump out at me the most. So, you know, Booker leads um, behind Durant, number two scorer, just under 28 a game, and Durant scores 28 and change. Those two combine for 56, which is outrageous. But, you know, that's who this team is. You know what? If the Jazz can push their way past the emotions, uh, there are still scorers with Utah, right? Market and don't forget, and what Sexton has been able to do. Uh, but, uh, their starters against the Bucks. I looked at this, uh, Scotty and Hands. Their starters scored 103 of the 114 points against the Bucks. So what I'm saying is that the bench for Phoenix is not that of much of an impact. It's basically Grayson Allen, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and and some Eric Gordon. So there's your six with Nurkic in the middle. So. You know, if the Jazz uh, can find a way to take some offense away from whether it's Booker or Durant tonight, potentially be competitive. But this is a very good Phoenix team. Uh, and they shoot the ball well. The mid-range game of Durant and Booker are well-known, so that's going to be on, on uh, the table as well tonight. And Grayson Allen always has been a Jazz killer. I mean, since he was taken back in, what, 2018? He played one year, but he's a 49% shooter from downtown. So that's the one guy I would spy all night long uh, when he's on the floor. But I think the biggest challenge is just to regroup. And I think they probably will. Once you hit the floor, the adrenaline of the moment hands, right? I mean, in any sport, everyone who's played knows it may not feel very well, but when you start to play, the adrenaline kicks in mm -hmm. and then the game takes over. And then you can think about what happened today or last night uh, and then – but you have, I guess you, I guess it's short memory. You just got to go play the game. If you get beat by 40, it's that same concept as saying, okay, uh, we got beat tomorrow night. We play again. And I think that's how this, I think that's how the jazz will, will respond. I really do. Hey, boy, have you been surprised how long Grayson Allen has stuck around and some of the success averaging 13 points, four rebounds and three assists now in his, geez, what would this be? I know he was the 18 draft. So yeah, year six. Four. Years. Wow, it's been six years. Uh, My goodness. Crazy. Are you it? surprised yeah. with his success? You know what? Uh, he came in with uh, some baggage, you remember, right? Uh, with oh, his yeah. Days at oh Duke. yeah. And, you know, I think he's matured a ton, and you do. You finally understand your role and who you are. He's jumped around a bit, but I will tell you this. He'll play a long time with three-point percentage like he has right now, and he's been very consistent uh, with the three-point shot. 
you know, the size is good. He's 6'4", 200-pounder, uh, played at Duke. So you have to think, okay, he was well-coached with Krzyzewski. But 49% this year from three. So, you know, I, I didn't think he would make it. I don't know if the Jazz were that comfortable if he was going to adapt to the pro game. And that's why a lot of players sometimes jump and go. When you get young 20-year-olds and 19 and even 21-year-olds trying to adjust from college into the professional ranks, it's difficult to do. Hans, you know that. And I think that's that's probably where he was with the Jazz, still immature, still had the bad boy uh, complex or the attitude from Duke, and he's found his way. And I think he'll play a long time if he continues to, continues to shoot the three. Uh, Big T always, you know, laughs and talks about like a Davis Bertans, you know, who's been around the league. He does his contract stipulates only one thing, and that one thing is to shoot the three. But Grayson plays some pretty good defense too. So you mix those two together, you'll play a long time. Craig Bowler, Jack, joining us, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. You bring up the Suns, and I think it's pretty fascinating too because you can tell that they realize that their bench is not good. They um, you know, they they work on uh, bringing in Royce O'Neal and David Roddy, who uh, will try to give him a little bit of a scoring punch off the bench as well. But, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, this is a Suns team. If they're going to make a run, then uh, then they're going to have to shore up that bench because it certainly is a huge weakness of this team. Well, let's see, per reports, you know, the Knicks have gotten better. Per reports, Oklahoma City brings in a former Jazz man. Uh, you know, I have to say per reports because, again, uh, I've got to be careful until oh, yeah. you know, yeah. things – Things pass through. Sometimes deals break down, uh, depending on what the uh, the physicals and all the uh, all the other things that come into play. But yeah, the, you know there wasn't major major players involved, uh, but you know at the same time it's little pieces that help you. And you know uh, probably the Jazz have that in mind as well. Uh, you know what? And and again they're going to look beyond just the last 48 hours but you know look ahead of the draft and look ahead to free agents they want to see you know contracts that are expiring and who wants to move why because you know what you i was thinking during the break you guys mentioned uh the the the, the plethora that's a great word of picks <laughs> danny has but also he's got cash to spend right and that's the other part of the equation is that he's open now to multiple ways of of obtaining players and he also can't pay players if he needs to for them to stay to be a part of this chris dunn would probably like to hear that in the off season right his journey's been remarkable and the way that he's made his way back so into the nba so it's it's going to be interesting again um and i always say this every year i mean i've worked with so many uh, general managers you know first it was scotty Layden and then kevin o'connor um you know, all those guys are po poker faces, and you never really hear much or get much out of them. But that's that's probably the way it's supposed to work. Dennis, you know, Lindsay, same way. And now Danny and Justin, uh, they've got poker faces, and that's how, <laughs> that's how, I guess, how you win the game in the end when you're dealing players and, and returning and getting back draft picks in, in exchange. You know, Bowler, we've had an opportunity to watch Larry Market and now in a couple of games post-All-Star pick, and we saw his 33-point performance against OKC, double-double to pulled down right. 11 rebounds, was beautiful off the perimeter, great percentages across the board. 
you know, because I was watching a little bit more close, thinking, okay, does he does he hold a grudge? Does he kind of cut with an edge because his name wasn't called? But do you think that Larry Markin even gives two turkey turds over being an <laughs> all-star or not? Two of them? Maybe three, but not two. Um, you know, <laughs> Hey, Buller, Buller lunch, lunches, you pick the spot anywhere in Salt Lake you want to go to for dinner. Hans and I will gladly take you if you work in two turkey turds into the broadcast tonight. <laughs> you and Sharon, too. Market, market Street sounds pretty good. Let me see what I can do. Um, you know, I, I don't I think I think in up. the back of his I think in the back of his mind, that first moment is like, damn, you know, what else I got to do? But motivation, yes. And I, what I like about marketing is that he is on everyone's radar. He's on everyone's uh, report. Everyone's going to defend him. You know what I like about marketing is that he's fought through the physical part of this game. And again, he's shown us a little bit more of himself every time. The three level scorer, Scotty in hands, that he actually has become. And that is he was parked out in the three-point corner in the early part of his career, but he's actually a good mid-range, and also he's a powerful force to handle down down low. So I think he's learning to play uh, a, more, a little stronger in the paint, and I think that's been evident the way that he's been able to close out games and these last two wins have been a lot of marketing, a lot of Keontae George clutch threes, a lot of um, Chris Dunn's defense. But marketing is not easy to score 24 points a game in the NBA and grab nearly nine rebounds and still shoot 41% from three. So it tells you the versatility of this guy. And I think he's grown a ton since the Jazz had him last year and even this year. So seven years in, probably you think you know what you get. But I still think there's some even some higher level improvement for marketing that can up, up his scoring average at 25, 26 and still be a, a impactful rebounder, but that three ball is what counts in this league today. The power of the three, uh, how it, how quickly it can change the course of one game in a matter of a minute. Uh, you turn the ball over, and you know what? Since I'm talking turnovers, that's probably the biggest point of emphasis the Jazz will look at in the final 30 games is to still make the better pass, not to get overplayed, and not force it out. And if you're going to make a pass, pass it like you mean it. Just too many just errant passes have gone astray. And uh, I think that's one thing that Jazz hope to improve as well is uh, the turnover department. And the points given away. So that translates into translate that translates into transition defense. And the Jazz, I think, want to try to continue to, to improve in that category. And tonight they're going to have to do it because Booker's going to run you to death along with uh, uh, Kevin Durant if you, give, if you give them the ball uh, in a turnover situation. Before we let you go, we got to give a shout out. Walker Kessler's been on a good run as of late. What do you think has uh, spurred that on? That's a great question. I, I tell you, I was a little uh, concerned, or maybe I was in a quandary, pondering why would Walker seem to be in his sophomore year uh, less confident? And Hans, I'm going to ask you that as a professional. You know, I think he had such great success, right, as a rookie. Again, people start to know who you are. And uh, he seemed timid. He was, seemed unsure. I think the elbow may have been a problem early. I don't think he's going to use that. But still, he seems to be much more engaged and more confident in these last 10, 15 games. And, 
you know, the guy still has 120 blocks in his pocket. I think, you know, Jazz fans are looking to him to be more offensive-minded. Um, you know, he's a great rebounder and shot blocker, and obviously at the rim, he's 66% from the floor. But, you know, can he can he develop a sweeping hook? Can he face the basket and jump one in or, you know, or two? He's great on the break. He runs hard. But, hands, I don't know, man. The sophomore, that sophomore season is kind of tough for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, it's really tough. And, you know, I think one thing that I was never afforded was the confidence that I was going to be there tomorrow. Ooh, and yeah. that always weighed that always weighed heavy on me. And I, I was never able to, to really find my fit and my confidence. And one thing I watched with Walker Kessler, sometimes he gets down on himself. His body language seems less than favorable. And his performance isn't up to par and then he's out there the next night and the next night be, might be way different and and better but the way i look at it is walker kessler needs to understand you're going to be here kid like you're you're fit for this league you're made for this team you're not going anywhere so if you mess up have a fish-like memory make sure it's not carrying over to the next game or the next play even and i think that comes down to will hardy's management of Walker Kessler through this second year is just making him feel confident. Hey, you're going to be here. This league is made for you. You are a fit. Just keep your confidence up and see if you can find that consistency because we've all seen it. When he's on, Bowler, he's a blocking machine. When he's on, he actually has some decent vision underneath the rim. When he's on, he does have an offensive move or two that he can finish with, and it's like, let's just see more of it. Let's see it continue to develop, but let's see more of it. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great that's a great breakdown of who he is, uh, hands. And I think too, if he was sitting right here with us right now talking, uh, he would agree that he has to be less apologetic. Uh, he wants to succeed so bad and please Will Hardy. And I think that goes to your comment about, hey man, I'm in this league and I'm in here for a reason. So start thinking that way, and don't look over the bench on every miscue or a, or a free throw that doesn't go down. He's got to improve from the free throw line like Malone did in those first three years of his career. Uh, I, but you know what? Understand who you are and believe that you belong and don't be so apologetic. And you know what? Maybe if you can, with that confidence, get a little growl in the way you play, a little uh, a little mean streak. Don't, don't be nasty, of course, but... He has the ability to push around, get stronger in the weight room, but also maybe just increase your attitude when you're on the floor and understand that you belong here. And I think with that confidence, maybe that little that little more uh, bully attitude would really help him out as well. Hmm. Bowler, have a great call tonight, man. We appreciate you doing this and uh, look forward to chatting with you again next week, hopefully with a couple more wins under the Jazz belt. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, I was going to I was going to maybe bypass today and just sit in the sun, but I said, how can I do that? I got to talk to some hot Scotty oh. and hands, but at the same time, it's cloudy, you know. There's no sun out here. This is not the valley of the sun oh. today. So, well, that's, uh, yeah, I'd rather be hanging here. I'd rather be I'm, hanging here, man. I was in San Diego over the weekend and it was cloudy and like in the uh, mid 50s. I was like, geez, this yeah, what, isn't, I, don't, I could get, what, what do they this call this okay. thing right now? It's, it's not the Pineapple Express. What is it? The uh, Atmospheric River? Is that what it, the, the, Lloyd the kno- uh... yeah, Lloyd knows about that Pineapple Express, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
I already knew I where know. you were going before you said it. You're you so know that road trip we had uh, for 12 days? Bad weather followed us everywhere we went, and we got yeah. more just cool weather and clouds here, man. Lloyd, I'll let you handle that well, out there. <laughs> we might have Thanks, to have a Bowler. meeting after this one. Uh, yeah. man, well, Bowler, hopefully Scotty and I brought a little sunshine to your yes, life. That's all, that's we, all we try man. to do. Doubtful. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel bright and shiny, man. I'm ready to go. Well, good. We love you, brother. All right. Have a great call. You. Thanks, Bowler. All right, guys. He's the best. Me. Greg Bowler, Jack, right here on 97.5 DKSL <laughs> Sports Zone. Sorry. Man, Scotty. I don't know, Lloyd. One Scotty's day you guys loose, are going to mature. Oh, you're going to say you guys, huh? You're going to include me Yeah, yeah you're part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to all be right. an adult all the time? I'm not even older than you guys. Uh, the Pineapple Express has a few meetings nowadays. Yeah, so it does, doesn't it? Be a little more careful. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present? This is JJ and Alex. We might have NHL hockey. I'm going to be saying A. In Delta Center for the 24-25 season. Look at you. For next season. Yeah. they got to play somewhere. It's not going to be back at Arizona State. NHL hockey actually being played in Utah before a temporary home for the A's maybe gets filled by a local group here. That's how quickly this could happen. Now, I might be getting up. I might be getting over my skis here. But I am a boat this close to saying a boat the rest of my life. You've already you've already changed how I you're am, talking here. If you need an on ice you've analyst, already changed your 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 derelict. I know how to do the dialect. I played street hockey when it got popular there for a minute in the early 90s. Oh yeah, you I've seen Strange Brew 38 times, eh? Catch JJ and Alex afternoons from 3 to 6. Presented by G2G Bars on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Miss any part of the show? Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hanson Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, DKSL Sports Zone, out and about today. We are live here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray. Rich is hanging out here. We'll get to him in just a moment, but we're in a giving mood, as is Rich, by the way. But uh, right now, caller number 12, 801-575-ZONE. That's 801-575-ZONE. You'll win a monster-sized Minky Couture blanket. That'll help you get in a good spot for Valentine's Day. So just be calling number 12 right now, 801-575-ZONE. Also giving away things is Rich here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray, where you're giving away forever warranties to everybody who buys a new vehicle and probably about, what, 95% of your used cars, too? Uh, at least that amount. It could be 96, 97, maybe even 98 right now. Uh, so uh, for the folks that don't know about it, it's a warranty that goes with the car. It's free, comes with the car, and it covers the engine and the transmission for as long as you own that car. So a lot of people ask me, well, gee, Rich, what if I do 150,000 miles on that thing? You told me you still got it. Yeah, it does. How about 200? Why don't you go to infinity and just get it over with? <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it's covered, okay, for as long as you own the car. And so then they'll say, uh, well, gee, how long has your store been here? Well, we got 55 years in now, 
Add another 55 on top of that, we'll be at 110, so we'll be here. Yeah, Daly family's not going away anymore. They're not soon. going anywhere anywhere, and, uh, and uh, my family, we're in it, and uh, there's all kinds of families. There's 110 employees at the original location here in Murray for the Tim Daly Group, okay? So uh, that's something that uh, we are proud of, and uh, we just remodeled this building. So oh, beautiful we building. Big, we got a big uh, sale going on. It's... Uh, it's our uh, February Love Fest, so if you want to get loved in a car deal and you want to feel like you're loved in a car deal, because a lot of people don't feel that way when they leave. Yeah. Uh, not here, but maybe you go to another dealership, you know, you bought the car, and you don't feel that loved, you know? You feel like, maybe I'm not sure what I got. Yeah. I'm not sure if I got a good deal. When you're driving home, you're like, what did I just do? What did I just do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That doesn't happen here. Yeah. Uh, when you leave here, you feel loved. And you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loved. Loved. Yeah. Deep love. Hey, yeah. gas prices have come down a little bit. We know that uh, come Memorial Day, they're going to pop right back up. Um, and people are always like, I hate looking at the gas. Well, guess what? You've got the Leaf and that Aria, which is just a beautiful ride there. Yeah. How about going 300 miles on a charge of electricity? Okay. Now, there's no uh, there's no range anxiety with that. You know, with the, with the electric cars, a lot of people have range anxiety. Gee, I don't know if I can make it to the next yeah. spot where I need to get charged up again. But with 300 miles and the software system that they put in the cars, it tells you where every charging point is, and it's a piece of cake. And what a beautiful machine it is. No emissions. Mm-hmm. No oil changes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's, there you go. People want to hear that because uh, they, wanna... they know they're spending money on those oh, things. Oh, yeah. And quiet. Is the car running right now? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you don't even hear it. It's fantastic. It's the February Love Fest going on down here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray. Rich and these guys, you want to have that personal relationship. You want to have somebody who feels like they're taking you seriously, your dollar seriously, and your time seriously. You're going to get it down here at Tim Daly Nissan in Murray. 4528 South State Street right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.